New shooter, new shooter. Is the new shooter feeling lucky? Welcome to episode 94 of the I've Heard of Both Ways podcast, Vegas episode part two, live from the Sins Casino. Johnny Sins, our friend, let us record on the casino floor. Well, yeah. We had to get we had to get clearance. So shout out to him. So thanks, Johnny. Also shout out to K Hank Fab. Oh, yes. I was gonna do that next episode, but we could do it now. Um, shout out to Hanky of K Hank Fab who got us he made he fabricated I, what do you want he fucking laser cutted our logo on it's like a 26 inch radius size it's the size of a skid steer yeah that's awesome so he was like i don't know if you want to like hang it up somewhere or put it outside or whatever i'm like dude when i like there will be a place for this either kristen will yell at me and say you're not putting that outside or inside and then i'm gonna make like a big backboard for it and put it outside either way you should spray paint it red and weld it to your garage door. <laughs> that would rule. It's black now. Um, actually, we could do that. I could just have DOS weld it there. You know what, boys? Um, we might have some work to do. <laughs> we'll just cut it to the uh, squares of the door. So it'll work. I got to paint my door anyways. Amazing. Uh, the logo. Paint, paint your garage door black and paint the logo well, red. That the, would really be odd. The logo's already black, so I can just paint the door red. The door already needs paint. Wow. I think red is a less offensive door color than black. <laughs> black is well because I have white. I have white trim around it, so um, black would be pretty pretty intense. <laughs> and black would kill me too because like it would look like the door is open, even though it's fucking empty. But it look like the door is open every time. Yeah. So uh, thanks to Hanky for that. Also, thanks to everyone who followed K Hank Fab on Pinterest because he texted me one time and he was like, hey, just heard that part on the podcast. And I wondered why I got like 10 likes on my Pinterest account. Yeah, he's blowing up. So um, I guess you'll see pictures. He he doesn't DOS does this too. They just send like Snapchat videos of stuff and they don't send pictures or like send the actual video. So like I couldn't even show you what it looked like cuz I don't even have a picture. I just have like uh, there was he sent me a Snapchat video of it. Yeah. Standard. So, it's pretty pretty standard going on over there. Yeah, I mean like I I know they're not you know what they are technolo- technologically advanced. They just choose not to do convenient things. I like, mean it, it's like it's like well, I, he saw it on Snapchat. That's all he needs. Kos is the same way. Like he'll take videos of him and Dos riding the tractor around the neighborhood and send them to me on Snapchat. And I'm like, dude, can you just text it to me and we'll put it on the Instagram for everybody else? Because like everybody asks me about it and I can't. I can send them some pictures and their screenshots I took of his Snapchat. Yeah. So like we we're gonna we're gonna need some of those videos exactly. I'm like, dude, you take a hundred. So I think the next one will just be how do you think it's child endangerment, Chris, to turn off the podcast right now? If <laughs> I'm holding Mackenzie driving the tractor down the road, no, I feel like that's just like father daughter bonding. Like Absolute, that's not child endangerment. No, absolutely not. It's it only goes like thirty miles an hour. Yeah, that's I actually don't even think it goes. That I don't. Fast. I was gonna say, I bet it doesn't even go that. Fast. I think it probably goes twenty. Maybe. I'm not going to, like, take her out on KOS's scooter. Like, I feel like that's a bad look. But, like, the tractor, it's not tipping over. No one's going to fucking hit us because this thing's fucking honking down the road. That is actually, that's hilarious because that was one thing my grandpa would always say. 
they used to live in the same neighborhood as McMahon's. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, you know, I was, o- I always, w- I was always worried. It's like I would see, I would see Jim, Jim McMahon driving around on his moped with uh, one of the kids, one of the kids like always sitting on his lap. It's like I was always worried something was going to happen. But you know what? He, Jim McMahon, was always a. He's always been a moped guy. Oh yeah, like from when I like the first and Bears training camp. You know what the funny moped. thing is? He still has that Z1. same moped. Yeah, I don't think you like get rid of that stuff. Like unless you're auctioning it off somewhere for something. Like that's that's definitely unique memorabilia that like even if it hasn't been started in twenty years, like someone's gonna fucking buy that. Oh no, it gets ridden all the of time. Co- I of get, course, I get I get videos. Of course, I get videos from Zach of him ripping down the street on the moped all the time. Um, but yeah, like he he's a moped guy. If I saw him holding one of the kids on the moped, I really wouldn't think that much of it. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I'm not a moped guy. I. I guess I'm not a tractor guy, but, like, I can drive a tractor. I can drive a moped, but, like, I really don't feel like bringing my daughter on that. Yeah. Mo- yeah, I'm I'm definitely not a moped guy. These are why the Vegas episodes always take so long, because, like, we get on a tangent for, like, 20 fucking minutes. It's motor- nothing to do with Vegas. I'm a motorcycle guy. Johnny Sims is a motorcycle guy, too, so, you know. Shout Just a couple out to motorcycle the, guys, you know. To the Sims Casino. No big deal. Uh, all right, so let's get, like, these, part one didn't have any good stories. Part two has better stories, because, like, the more you go to Vegas, the more you know, and, like, the better you get at going. I don't know. Yeah, I've, well, actually, yeah, like, that's, that's, couldn't be more true, because, like, the first time that I went to Vegas was when we, when I went with, like, um, Yog and Peter and Mikey and Hav. And it was, like, all of their first times, too. Right? Yeah. Because you were, like, 21 or 22. Yeah. Th- or you had to be 23. I think... Uh, no, I, I think I was, like, 22. Because Peter was probably just turned Peter 21. just turned 21. Yeah. Um, I think Yog had been there once, maybe. Unsure. Um, but, yeah, like, it was such a it was such a shit show. Like, we had no fucking idea what we were doing. It was, like... And it's fun in its own right, but it's definitely different. Yeah, but it, it you know, it makes for, like, good stories because we ended up... We ended up at this, like, bizarre dance club because some dude gave us, like, free... free passes. Free yep. passes. And the, like, over... It was... Where... It was... I forget what casino it was in. It was such a... It's not not it a good one. It smelled like a fucking porta potty. Yeah, those it was are so bad. So if you're a guy going to Vegas, and like I told you, like don't take anything from people handing stuff out on the street, especially if you're a group of guys and they say, "Hey, these will get you in free to the club." That's not a club you want to go to. Yeah. If they're Although, letting, if they're luring guys in from the street, it's either a divey ass dance club or a strip club. So you yeah. don't need to go to either. Um. The one thing that I do always love to take from people on the street is the yep. uh, is the um, the the we'll say business cards. They're hooker cards. Yeah, they're 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 the size of business cards, and they have a girl on it with a phone number, and it's like free girls to your room. Yeah. So and then like a rates on the back. So I will take I take though I take those. So I leave Vegas with like. A stack of like 150 of these fucking things, and then whenever I'm like out places, 
I will, like, I'll, like, stuff them into, like, people's shit. That's okay. When you leave Vegas with a group of friends, you throw a couple of those in everybody's suitcase. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the move because they open it and it's so fucking funny. You slip them into people's backpacks that you're traveling with. But then also it's, like, it's even better, like, if you go, if you know you're going to, like, one of your buddies' houses who's, I mean, was with you at Vegas or not, (laughs) and you just, like dish some of those into like Leave a them. drawer in their kitchen or like a drawer in the bathroom. It's so good. I have a picture of Mackenzie holding one of DOS's Bikini Girl calendar. Amazing. I sent it to your mom just now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Grandpa Pete and Mikey have a friend who went to Vegas and he sent me a picture when he was there. Um, those people who hand out the cards are very, sh- they're like, they're all like 5'2". Um, and they have to wear like the girls, girls, girls shirt, like call me now. Yeah. Um, it was like a 4X shirt and he gave the lady 20 bucks to buy the shirt off of that. That's actually which amazing. They're like yellow shirts and they have like a hint of black over them because they haven't been washed ever. <laughs> yeah. And he put it on. <laughs> it was so gross and like the most iconic picture in my head. 400% that's something that I would do. I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's such a good move. Like, what a funny thing to wear when you get home. Yeah. You wear it to a party with somebody. And then, like, I, I walk up and I see the color of the shirt. And I'm like, I just, even if you gave it to me for free, I'm not sure I would take it. Yeah. I mean, that's just a, that's just a it's good. It's a recipe for bed bugs. It's a good funny shirt to have, though. But, like. Like the uh, the Brazzer shirt is. Oh. Have, have I? T- I think I've yes. talked about. Yes, we've it talked before. about it plenty. But it's like, so good. Shout out to our listener Troy who texted me yesterday. He was at Six Flags and ran into. I guess he sent me her link, and she is. I. I don't know if the term is up and coming or amateur porn star, whatever she is on Pornhub. He said he was like, oh, hey, whatever your name is, like, I'm a big fan. You do great work. (laughs) Well, whatever. Like, it was a very nice and short interaction, and then he continued on his day. Uh, Well, later that day, she tweeted, like, sorry to... uh, He sent me a picture. I'll just fucking read it out loud, because I haven't read on air in a while. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and say right now that the... the, This... This... This is a good vibe right now with the casino in it, the background. When once I heard the, you asked how loud it was, and I said it sounds like I can see the slot machines, but I can't touch them, and that's what it feels like. Yeah, it definitely kind of it feels like you're standing at a craps table, like kind of a little bit off the, you know. Yeah, or you're like you're walking into the casino area, but you're not on the casino floor yet. Yeah. Um, her name is at Electra Rain, R-A-Y-N-E. To the guy who recognized me at Six Flags today, I'm so sorry. I was so awkward. I was not expecting to be recognized at Six Flags, and I thought you were someone I was supposed to know but couldn't remember. <laughs> That's amazing. And I was like, what the fuck did you say? And he just said, hey, Electra, I'm a fan. You're awesome. And I was <laughs> like, that was it? And he was like, yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's so good. Um, but he goes, he's like, I can't wait for Exotica because I hope she's there so I can say, hey, remember me? I was the guy who met you at Six Flags. Exotica uh, is the weekend before Kristen has to go on a bachelorette party. So if Mancation is that weekend, I'm probably going to kill myself. Okay. 
<laughs> Why? Because you can't go to Exotica? I can't double dip man case. Exotica starts at like 5 p.m. that Friday. Like, I can't, you can't make it. You can't, I can't double dip. I mean, you absolutely could. You I could, could come in the evening, but I don't want to tell Pete's dad, like, why I couldn't come Friday, like, till 10 o'clock at night. I, I mean, just vague. <laughs> I had a meeting. I had a, uh, I had a previous... I had a previous engagement that I couldn't get out of. Well, and I want you to go, too. So, like, if Mancation cannot be that weekend, that would be very ideal. Have we picked a weekend? No, we haven't. So yeah. that's why I'm, like, getting it out there right now. So, like, I said I only have one weekend blocked off, but I guess I have two, and they're back-to-back. Okay, fuck. Um, oh, Vegas. Uh, so after the Circus Circus, the next year, Cab and I stayed in the Mandarin. <laughs> and which, we're back in. Which is a legit five-star hotel, like, actually five stars. Did you know that one of the things that makes the difference between a four-star and a five-star hotel is a... Uh, um, it's two phones in the room, so usually one of those is in the bathroom. Oh, really? I was unaware until like I was looking up the differences, um, but it was really fucking swanky. Hey. I mean, the place where um, the place where we stayed for your bachelor party was so pretty fucking slick. Um, that was the Aria Sky Suites, which is technically separate from the aria the aria is a four-star hotel and the sky suites is a five-star hotel yeah that did you think you noticed the difference though because i think it's like noticeably different. yeah oh yeah that's what I, that's what i was gonna say that like that was probably the nicest hotel i've stayed in um those two the mandarin and sky suites are the nicest hotels i've ever stayed in yeah um so when we kind of talked about this trip with Cav, but I like got there instantly and he went to the bathroom and the first thing I did was put the robe and slippers on, like Obvi- take all my clothes off and put the robe. And slippers Obviously. On. Um, it was so like you got a room and like all the rooms, the layouts are the same, the regular rooms, like the two queen beds or the king bed. Um, but the bathrooms, it's just smoked glass. Really? So like in, like, if you're in bed looking at, like, the bathroom glass, it's just smoked. And, like, you can see the outline of the other person, like, taking a shower. <laughs> like, you can't see anything, but, like, you can see a shadow taking a shower. And it's just, like, very awkward. Yeah. But they also had the TVs in so the that, mirror. So that means you definitely can't beat off in the shower. No. There's, <laughs> unless you want your buddy to watch your shadow, you cannot do that. <laughs> um, they also had this thing in there. Like, it was in the closet, but it faced the hallway. You put your shoes in there, and then, like, there's a weight sensor, so it knows that they're there. And then they'll buff your shoes for you overnight. Oh. It was fucking awesome. Nice. My shoes got buffed every day. <laughs> My, like, dress shoes because we were there for work. So um, they also, this hotel also had, like, the lobby was on, like, the 26th floor. So, like, they had, like, condos or whatever in it. Oh, um, okay. Then you go up to the 26th floor. And when you walk out, whatever air freshener they use in there smelled like a bathroom. And not like it smelled like poop. It smelled like an air freshener you would find in, like, a public bathroom. Yeah, not great. Uh, but one of the five it's still a f- it's a still a five star hotel. One of the five star amenities, like when we got dropped off in the cab, the door guy like opens the door for you or whatever, and he was like, "Hi, I'm so and so." I'm like, "Oh, hi, I'm Ray. Nice to meet you." And he was like, "And what's your name?" He was like, "Matt." Um, so we were there for like three or four days. 
he called us by name every single time we saw him. I saw him like 10 times. That's pretty unreal. And after the third one, I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I forgot your name. Like, tell me and I will remember now because I never in a million years thought you would remember my name. Yeah. I'm I'm the, like, absolute worst at that. So am I. Like, if you introduce yourself to me, like, right away, I'm probably not going to remember your name unless it's something weird, like, that I can add it, like, Add it to the memory bank with name recognition. Yeah, otherwise it's just like in one ear, out the other. The reason that trip was important, though, because that was the first time I debuted my envelope system, and it like blew Cav's mind. For every day I go, I bring an envelope of cash, and like that's the money I use for that day. And then like you hope that your first day goes even or not that bad because then that money carries over and then hopefully you don't have to use all of it on your trip anyways and then it goes like right back into the Vegas fund again that is my system and it works so well yeah I've I've seen I've seen the system in action it's great it's a good it's a good fucking system because like when you get in trouble in Vegas is when you use your debit card because some people are like oh my ATM doesn't have any fees or anything I'm like yeah that's great except like Everybody goes with their own budget, and, like, if you can just keep pulling fucking cash, you're not paying attention. Yeah, that's, well, that's why I I just would, I think I told you this after we stopped recording the last one. I had um, a separate checking account for, like, from my, yes. from my old bank that I never closed, and it has, like, it had, like, you know. A hundred dollars Yeah, it had, like, it. 150 bucks in it. And so then I just put the money that I was like, I'm comfortable with this. This is my Vegas money. And then when that card's out, I'm done. So I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but DOS doesn't have a credit card. He only has a debit card. Big debit card guy. Now he makes like normal money. But when he was doing, um, I don't know what, like the EMT and firefighter school, like there's actual schooling involved. When he was in that, um, money was kind of tight. And so like... If it was getting close to payday, he would go to Speedway to buy, like, Monsters and Smokes and swipe and just, like, fingers crossed that it went through. And if it didn't, he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, honestly, if that's your budget and that's how it works and you're not going into credit card debt that way, great. I mean, that's a good system. It's not the best, but it's nowhere near the worst. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not as bad as just, like, Running, running up a ten thousand dollar credit card bill. Oh, he actually. Because then you're just like, hmm, guess I'm out of money. He try does, again, try again tomorrow. He does have one credit card because we uh, KOS and I got in this argument with him like a couple months ago because he said he doesn't have a credit card. And I'm like, no, you do. You have an Amazon card. And he was like, yeah, but it's just on my account. I'm like, no, that's a credit card, and like you pay it off every month, so like you're not accruing any interest or any fees or anything. But like, it's a credit card. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's an Amazon credit card. You just don't have a physical card for it. Like, you own a credit card. Um, Did you even know this next trip, Mikey, Wes Craven, and Wes Craven's friend, uh, he doesn't listen, his name's Josh, Um, he, we, we all went to Vegas. I did know that. He, Mikey texted me one day, and he was like, hey, um, Craven and Josh want to go to Vegas. Do you want to go with me? And I'm like, well, when is it? And it was, I think it was one, it was on my birthday. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. Um, <laughs> so that was the first time I stayed at the Aria. And, like, the Aria has, like, a nice regular room as well. It's only four stars, but, like... It's still pretty sweet. Four good stars. Um, 
because one of the days was on my birthday, um, I insisted that we go to the food court at the Excalibur because they have a Krispy Kreme and a Cinnabon right next to each other. Two, two Ray staples. Two, like, those are like my ideal birthday desserts. Um, so Josh was a big poker player, and, like, I'm not a big poker player because I don't have the fucking patience for it. Um, but he, like, would go to the poker rooms for, like, eight hours. And, like, Mikey and Craven didn't know what to do. They were like, oh, do we just wait? I'm like, no, he's a cell phone. Like, just all you have to do is text them. Like, when your group gets separated, all you have to do is just update them, like, what casinos you're at. And then whenever they're done, wherever they yeah, are. Yeah, whenever they're done with what they're – you don't even have to update them because it's usually, like, whenever they're done, they're just like, hey, I'm out of the poker room. Where are you guys at? Exactly. Like, no one's wait. No one expects you to wait for them. He actually did pretty well. I guess he's, like, a pretty good poker player, um, but he did, like, pretty fucking well. Um, but there were times when he was there for, like, eight hours and then came up, like, he was like, yeah, I'm up, like, 100 bucks. I was like, yeah, over eight hours? I'd rather be down 100 than, uh, like, and have been gambling for eight hours than up 100 and sitting at a poker table. Yeah, I don't... It's not for me, uh, whatever, but that's just I mean, something that I yeah, like, I, I very rarely gamble, but if I do, it's either going to be blackjack or craps, or, um, who, I think I was with Cav. Cav and I were, like, super high at the one casino, and there was, like, that automated horse racing machine oh. that we were just pumping money into. So the MGM has the animatronic one or whatever yeah it with was like so, the actual horse it was so oh, good and you have to use quarters it's fucking awesome <laughs> it, was it like is so much in the morning fun. and we're just pumping money into that thing well, and like if you just get around the it time of our lives with a group of people and you guys start cheering you can be there for like an hour and maybe like on your bad day lose 20 bucks yeah it was so good well, and like people think that like it's some big money winning game because nope. they hear all these people cheering and stuff and they all come over and they're like wait so you guys are cheering you just won like a dollar 25 <laughs> and you're like hell yeah dude Tip my horse won, bro. It's Twenty-five bucks or twenty-five cents a spin. <laughs> um, but we, I'll never remember or never forget this because I always look for this guy, like the Fu Manchu guy at the Mirage. We went to Treasure Island, which rebranded, and they just go by Ti now, which is like the dumbest fucking rebrand ever. Um, but we were playing blackjack there, and there was just dealer Tom, and he. I don't want to say he's a good dealer, like, he's good at blackjack because he just deals the fucking cards, but he fucking murdered us all weekend. Really? Yeah, we just kept going back. We're like, we got to beat Tom. We got to beat Tom. This guy fucking killed us. But we were there, and there were these two girls at the table, and we were talking to them. Um, they, do you know what their jobs were? No. They were princesses for hire. That's just, one of them. I don't. The one of the one of the girls said the name of the princess she does birthday parties for. I didn't know. The other one was Elsa from Frozen, and they okay. just get hired. Like she told us the website. We looked it up, and they just get hired to like go to birthday parties and like shit like that for kids. But that, the was, one, that was their entire job. But the one girl was like, "Oh yeah, my husband works for Anthony Robbins," and I was like. Anthony Robbins. Why Tony Robbins? Name, why does the name sound familiar? And then eventually clicked, and I'm like, wait, you mean Tony Robbins? And she was like, well, he goes by Anthony. I'm like, I, this, is, this is the first time I've ever heard anyone refer to him as Anthony Robbins. Yeah. But, yeah, that was just, there are just certain things that 
stick out in um, like interactions with people and Anthony Robbins is something that I'll never forget yeah. and she's like well how do you guys know him I'm like I know him from shallow hell <laughs> that's what I was, I'm most familiar with his work in shallow hell was was there maybe that was were you with Mikey and Craven when you were trying to beat Tom <clears throat> yeah I, yeah what do you mean no, yeah, because like, I yes, think it was all four of us. I think Mikey, Mikey might have told me about Tom. But yeah, I, I didn't uh, Tom is a legend in that group of four people. Until I, I didn't really remember that until you said that. But I do remember there was when we went. There was a casino. He was a, uh, I think he was a blackjack dealer. His name was Vicrit, <laughs> and he was just taking Peter for a fucking ride. Yeah. And Peter was like, God damn it! Fuck you, Fickrit! You son of a bitch! <laughs> he was loving it. Uh, that reminds me of a story Detective Milos told me to tell. He was there. I, d- I can't remember if this was on one of the trips I was there or not. Because, like, I remember him telling me the story, but I do not remember seeing it happen firsthand. But he was playing blackjack, and he got... Um, two aces and he split them and the rule is when you split them you're not allowed to hit on whatever cards you get like if you split aces they're not allowed to be hit and he didn't know that and he was like I want to hit and the dealer was like no you can't and they were arguing over it blah 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 well the he's like call the pit boss over so the pit boss comes over and he goes to the pit boss and he was like what did he say I have it word for word because he, he'll yell at me if I fucking screw it up and he goes Give me one good reason why I can't hit them other than to fuck me. <laughs> and the guy was like, I, that's the rule. You can't do it. And he was like, they, di- they didn't kick him out for it, which I think we all agreed was like grounds for termination of your gambling <laughs> at that casino. But um, it happened. Um, but things like that just stick out where you remember interactions like Josh I don't know why, but it got brought up that, like, he's a big firecracker chicken guy from Panda Express, which is seasonal. (laughs) But I guess when he was in college, he would just, like, get it every single day it was in season. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's firecracker chicken. That's unbelievable. Because for a while, I would just, like, text the group. This is, like, months after. I would just, like, text the group chat if I was at Panda Express and they had firecracker chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Where it was, like, no one. There was a time when it was just, like, there were just single texts from me in a row of just pictures of firecracker chicken. That's no response. So good. I have a lot of text message threads like that where it's just like me. No one's responding, and it's me sending just, the same thing. Yeah, months I was, apart. I was just gonna say we should probably uh, we should probably fire up like a group text with Team OS and like K Hank Fab and you and I. We can just like I Instagram content. Oh, we can uh, actually. That might be the best way. Oh, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was thinking when you were like, "Yeah," because they just send Snapchats. I'm like, we should just make a group. Chat. Did we talk about the fucking ridiculous text that DOS sent us at like four in the morning? <laughs> I'm gonna have to pull this one up. <laughs> I don't think it got. Did it? Did it happen after that last episode? It did because it happened. It, it happened that night because usually I'm kind of like wired after we record um and it came through like i was in bed and rolled over it it came, it, it only came through at 12:45 whatever it felt like fucking midnight um let me i, I got to make sure i can read this out loud it's a long one and it was it came with a picture <laughs> 
Alright, add this to the Google Doc. So I stumble into my room after a hard day's work and an even harder night bellied up at the local watering hole, sinking bush lights, rumplemans, and enough hoons to take out an army. I was sucked in by the flashy lights on the slot machines. I went up, went down, bought some rounds, eventually settled my tab at the bar with the barmaid. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I get home, which is... By the way, an IHIBW shout-out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, obviously. I get home and have a few bucks in my pocket. Count those few bucks, and what is it? <laughs> he goes, and what do I get for my current net worth? $69. What up, IHIBW69 at gmail.com? Another story from yesterday is how I ended up buying a purple iPhone 11 from AT&T that I can't return because my Samsung S6 refused to transfer my important documents to my pretty new iPhone. I signed the papers too soon. Rookie mistake. AT&T may soon make the list and I may soon be a boost mobile <laughs> man. And the picture was of $69 and his driver's license. Yeah, well, his, wall- his wallet, but his driver's license is prominently displayed. So I just sent a gif of Stone Cold saying, what? No response. Two days later, I just go, care to elaborate on this? (laughs) He's like, oh, I was just thinking of you. That's all. Insert kissy face emoji. I have an iPhone now and don't know where those are yet. (laughs) (laughs) So now all OS boys and Hanky and you have um, an iPhone. So we can can definitely do a group chat. We can group chat it up. Yeah. Um, KOS will text us at 5 in the morning. Um, DOS will text us at 1 in the morning. <laughs> uh, next trip was with the O'Shea's. Yeah. I went with KOS, DOS, Michael, and my Uncle Paul. Um, so we booked three rooms, one for my Uncle Paul, one for me and KOS, and one for DOS and Michael. Um, but they were separate <clears throat> They were separate orders because we were all going to cram in two rooms like... My Uncle Paul was going to be probably with me, and then the other three boys were just going to be in their own room. Um, but he was like, no, I want my own room. Like, Whatever, fuck it. So we had a separate reservation. So Mike O and I like went up to check in um, under the two-room reservation. And any hotels with like suites and stuff will try and upsell you. And I was telling Mike O this like, to know. I'm like, hey, they're going to try and upgrade you. So like... If you talk them down enough and you think it's worth it, like just have them lump the rooms together and we can just get a big room. So sure enough, like he was negotiating with him and we ended up like upgrading to the Sky Suite, which was my first time there. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh man, Paulie's going to be so pissed when he finds out we upgraded and he didn't. Sure enough, he did the same thing. He was like, it's Vegas. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> so... The only difference was we had the two-bedroom suite up there, and Pauly, the only they had a one-bedroom, but it was available on a smoking floor, which I didn't think was going to be that bad because in Vegas, like, you don't really smell a lot of smoke there. Uh, the didn't we? Didn't we first? Ha- we they had us in a smoking room when we checked in for your bachelor party, <clears throat> and they were pretty gross. Yeah. So, and Tos was like, "Seems fine to me." When we went. We're like, all right, let's go check out my Uncle Paul's room. We go up in the elevator. We step off the elevator. DOS lights up a smoke. We get to the room and knock on it. And he was like, no, you can't smoke in here. And he was like, 
Dude, it already reeks of cigarettes in here. Like, wouldn't you rather have fresh smoke instead of stale smoke? (laughs) Which was a pretty good argument because, honestly, if it's between, like, fresh cigarette smoke and stale cigarette smoke, I didn't know I wanted this, but I want fresh cigarette smoke. Freshies win. Yeah, so that's something to learn. (laughs) Um, So the first night there, we were going to start wandering or whatever, and we start walking, and my Uncle Paul, we had been walking for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. My Uncle Paul's like... How far is the Cosmo? And it was like next door. I'm like, that's where we were headed. And I'm like, we're almost there. And he was like, well, like how many more minutes is it? I'm like, I don't know. It's probably like another 10 more minutes. And he was like, all right, I'm out. We're like, what? He was like, I'm going back to the room. I'm not walking any farther. I'm like, I told you Vegas is like kind of a walking trip. And he was like, yeah, but I didn't know it was going to be this much walking. We weren't even technically off the Aria grounds yet. (laughs) We were still like, it's almost to where you get to like the crystal shops. Like we weren't off the Aria grounds yet. Yeah. I mean, like the Aria situation is pretty big. Every casino there, like if you stay in the hotel, it's a big property. Like the Cosmo is one of the smallest, but it's narrow. It's a rectangle. It's narrow and long. Like, if you're staying in one of the rooms, you still have a bit of a fucking hike to get out to the street. Yeah. But the Aria is, like, back set from the strip, so that's maybe why it felt longer. Um, The next day, we went to Old Vegas. So DOS had rolled in from, like, drinking Friday night, and then, like, in the morning or midday, we go to Old Vegas, and he'd been drinking for a while. But so was KOS, and KOS does not put him back regularly as often as DOS does. So KOS was like a little tuned up that day. Um, and he he has a bad glasses prescription, and so he has like prescription sunglasses, um, but he can't see without them. So like if he's wearing his sunglasses, he's not going to be like hot swapping his glasses. He'll just wear them inside because he knows he's going back outside really quick. Um, well, we were playing craps for a while, and then we turned KOS is at the bar talking to this couple, and he's fucking hammered. <laughs> and he's wearing sunglasses inside, which makes it, like, so much worse. And so I was like, all right, KOS, we're leaving. We're going to the next casino. He was like, all right, I'll meet you there. I'm like, no, why don't you just come with us? And he's like, no, I'm talking to these nice people. I'm like, I pull him aside. I'm like, who are they? He was <laughs> like, oh, they're from Wisconsin, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. He was like, yeah, the guy gave me his number, blah, blah, blah. He said, like, we should hang out for dinner or whatever. I'm like, okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> so, like, the more information we get from KOS, it wasn't making sense in his head, but it sure was making sense in my head. These people were fucking swingers or some. Basically, they wanted KOS to bang this guy's wife um, in not so many words. And I don't know the details if, like, the guy wanted to be there he didn't want to be there. He wanted to join in. I don't, we don't know the details of that, but this guy wanted KOS to bang his wife and was like, thought he had a fish on the line right there. If I didn't, if I didn't intercept, KOS would have gone to a very <laughs> nice dinner with these people and then <laughs> had a very awkward conversation when they got back to this. They would have been like, oh, why don't you come back to our room? We'll show you something. KOS would have been like all about it. And then they get there and his wife's like, here, what do you think of me naked? And he'd be like, um... I got to get out of here. I have to go. Which I, don't get me wrong, I would pay to see that situation, like, unravel in person, like, as, like, a fly on the wall, but he was too drunk to be left alone with those people. 
then we are <laughs> then we talked about the right he, he needed adult supervision so we found all of this information out while we were at that fucking shitty ass buffet that dos insisted that we not leave old vegas because this place is awesome um so we <laughs> ate at that shitty ass fucking buffet but that was when we were like figuring out like what that couple wanted from do or from kos was and that was, when you got the shrimp cocktail that was when i got the shrimp cocktail Oh, um, <laughs> Pete, I was playing golf with Pete last week and he's like, he's like, that was the funniest thing that you said in the, in the Vegas episode. He's like the biggest gamble that Ray took in <laughs> Vegas was eating the shrimp cocktail. It honestly, like, you know, see, I, it, that's not even like a blip on the radar for me because I don't think it is a big gamble because I eat shit that upsets my stomach voluntarily all the time. <laughs> Like, every week, Kristen and I have the same conversation. She's like, why are you eating that if you know it upsets your stomach? And I'm like, because it tastes fucking good going down that I'm okay with the repercussions afterwards. <laughs> like, it's something that, like, I deal with. You don't have to deal with it. It's my problem, not yours, so mind your own fucking business. Is, is it a dairy-based product, generally? I don't know. Not always. Some Like, there's just some things that, um, you know, whatever. I don't care. So you shouldn't care. Um, the O'Shea's See, crap story. I was also going to say that's that's the difference. Like if I saw that unfolding, and I was like, oh, man, KOS is hammered and these swingers are trying to pick him up and he wants to stay and hang out with them. I'd be like, cool, have fun. We'll see. Like, that's the problem is like I can't um, let him do that because I know it's going to end up being my problem at some point. Eventually. Yeah, like, it's going to be my problem at 2 in the morning when we're gambling 45 minutes away from where he got in trouble at this person's room. Like uh, Probably at, like, Circus Circus. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, no, I think these people probably stayed at a nice hotel. Like, I think they were going to, like, wine and dine him and have KOS 69 his wife. I, nice. They, um... I mean, I just assumed because they were hanging out in Old Vegas, but... I think they were hanging out in Old Vegas during because the day. Because that's where well, the dirtbags hang no, out during I, the day? No, I honestly, I, I don't think it was that. I just think that, like, because I enjoy going to Old Vegas. I like, love you Old do Vegas. too. Like, there's, there's a nice vibe about it during the day. Um, and I think they were just, like, enjoying it and thought they had a young gun on the hook. Sure. Um... But yeah, like the reason I stop those problems early on is because they end up being my problem later on, and I'd rather deal with it like now than later. <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. I'd rather deal with a very small problem where I can just take KOS away instead of a problem where like I have to be there on site. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. It checks out. Okay, so KOS was too super, super uh, was too fucking hammered. Uh, we left him in the room after dinner. Um, he <laughs> went to bed. Uh, so Michael and DOS uh, and I were like out gambling, whatever, walking around. They insisted on going to o O'Shea's, which at this point O'Shea's is part of the link, and it's a very small casino now. They just have one craps table. They have like a few. Uh, they have two roulette tables and a couple table games like blackjack and whatever. Like, it's a very small area dedicated to O'Shea's. Like, it's not the original O'Shea's. Original O'Shea's was awesome. It was, but it's not that anymore. Um, anyways, we go there because it's their last name and whatever. Um, so, I t Mike was like, hey, I want to learn craps. And DOS is fucking hammered. And is like, hey, if I play craps, can I get free drinks? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, I guess, like... You also can lose money. And he was like, fuck it. It's funny money. We're in Vegas. 
like, all right, whatever. So I'm teaching them to play craps. And mind you, like, these guys are both, like, drunk out of their mind. And, like, they're kind of getting it, but they're not. They're just doing what I'm doing, which, like, <laughs> when I teach craps, I'm like, hey, here's what you need to bet. Do this. It's the very basics. That's it. And then I'll do all of my other bets at the same time. They're like, well, I want that, too. I'm like... Let's wa- let's crawl before we walk here. Like let's not get like too far ahead of ourselves. Um, so we're playing, and the table's getting fucking hot. And DOS is having trouble with leaning his drink over the table, which is a no-no in craps. Just one, they don't want you to spill. Two, it's really bad vibes if the chi- if the dice hit your hands. So like they just don't want your hands over the table at all. Whatever. DOS is having a really hard time, and so he's like, "All right, well, I'll just face the other way." So he would his back was to the table while he was drinking his drink, which whatever, like that's fine. I don't care. And then like, oh, like the drink girls were coming, and they were paying out. Like we were the table's getting hot, and they were all winning their bets, but not removing them. And so like I was doing it for them, just like and upping their bets and everything. And the one dealer was like, "You can't do that." And I was like, "Okay, hang on." And it was like twenty five from all three of us tip for the dealers. And they like looked at the head table guy. I forget the guy's name. The guy who sits down at the craps table, and he just kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Dude." They're my cousins. They're fucking hammered. They want to learn, and their last name is O'Shea. And he didn't believe it. And I was like, Michael, give me your ID. And he was like, what for? I'm like, they don't think you're 21. And he was like, well, they already checked my ID. I was like, they need to check it again. So I gave it to him. And he was like, "Uh, sure enough, O'Shea. All right, we'll let it slide. And so DOS, like, I just kept tipping them because the table was getting hot. It's good vibes tip the dealer. Um, And DOS, like, turned. He was like, hey, isn't that my money? I was like, Yes, but technically it's our money right now. So, like, we're tipping the dealer, so they're going to let you keep doing whatever you're (laughs) doing, and you're making money. And he was like, Ray, I trust you with every dime I have in my bank account. So if you say it's okay, then it's okay. And I was like, thanks, DOS. And so he just turned around and kept trying to order more drinks and, like, talked. So they were talking to girls while we were playing, and they just kept saying that their name was O'Shea. (laughs) And DOS is like, no, look. And they're like, okay, I guess your name is O'Shea. Great. God, that's so good. Uh, But then they ended up, okay, so, like, each of them ended up winning, like, a couple hundred dollars. And they were like, this is the greatest thing ever. I didn't have to do anything. And look at all this money I won. I love craps. I'm just like shaking my head being like i if you saw what was going on behind the scenes that's just the, i mean you know you've been out with them like you just know like that's just how it goes sometimes yeah this is like it, oh god that's that's just so classic i absolutely love it it's just one of those things like it it if you've hung out with them one time you can very it's very relatable and if you haven't met them yet and you will eventually um you'll understand oh yeah so next trip was a historic trip. Uh, we stayed at the Palazzo. We went for Kip's birthday party. Um, the entire bachelor party was supposed to stay at the Cromwell, which was formerly Wild, Gam- Wild Bill's Gambling Hall, which isn't the name, but I don't remember what it is. I just call it that. Um, but the, it was going to be like 500 bucks a guy to go four guys to a room. It's like, yeah, no thanks. We'll find a different hotel. So Nick was looking, and he found, like, the Palazzo, um, which I had never stayed. So, like, I'm down to check it out, whatever. Um, I guess 
the Cromwell fell through anyways, and they ended up staying at like the MGM Grand, like four guys to a room for the same price we were staying. The Palazzo, every room is a suite, so it, it's either a king bed and a pull-out couch, or two queens and a pull-out couch. So if you're going with three people, it's like pretty ideal. Nice. Good, write, good note. Write that down. Venetian and Palazzo, all suites like that. Also... I gotta find the name of it. There's some porno company that like <laughs> exclusively shoots in the rooms at the Venetian and the Palazzo because they're very fucking unique and they all look the same at those two hotels. And I'll find it later for the next fucking episode. But or just DM us because by the time you listen to this and DM us, I'll have found what the name is. Excellent. Yeah, um, because I remember the first time I saw that, and I'm like, wait a second, I've stayed in that room before. <laughs> so that's another thing to like not lay down on the top of the comforters at hotels. Yeah. Because you never know who was filming there beforehand. Exactly. Um, so I got there early because I was using Miles um, and no one else was there yet. So I just went to Panda Express, ate by myself at the food court there, and then I didn't want to lose all of my money all by myself, so I just waited at the slot machines and was just, like, chain-smoking cigars there. Cool move. Which I was playing blackjack at first, and I lit up a cigar, and the guy's like, no, you can't light a cigar. And I'm like, well, why? He's smoking a cigarette. And they're like, yeah, cigarettes are okay, but not cigars. And I was like, all right, I understand. That's fine. I'm not going to argue with it. I just need, like, details on why because, like, it's going to kill me inside my head if you don't tell me why. And the guy was like, well, it's like smoking two, two cigarettes at a time. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But, like, I know a guy who's done that before. Like, people do that. <laughs> and he was like, well, I guess if someone was smoking two cigarettes at a time, I'd have to stop them, too. I was like, all right, well, like, is there anywhere I can smoke this that, like, isn't outside? And he was like, oh, you can do it, like, at the slot machines if nobody complains by you. So, like, I just, like, sat alone at the slot machines and just played for, like, Steven an hour. Steven Glansberg? Yeah, until they, uh, the chain-smoking Steven Glansberg, until they fucking showed up. Um, but, so, everyone else gets to the Palazzo, then we go meet the rest of the guys at the MGM Grand, and our one friend, David, who is notorious for getting too drunk too fast every time have you you've had to have met david before probably um, you probably have um his name rhymes with argulius <laughs> okay um so we're waiting for them to check out the MGM, and he had already had a couple drinks on the plane, which everybody knows one in the air is like two on the ground. Is it? That's a great line, by the way. A flight attendant told me that, and they also told me that wheels up, rings off. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, yeah, anybody who's engaged or married, like when they go to take off, they take their rings off. And I was like, oh, because of the altitude? And she was like, oh, no, because sometimes people tip us if they think we're single. <laughs> like, oh, great. Nice. Remind me never to marry a flight attendant. Cool, cool, um, cool, cool, cool. So we're standing around, and there were people leaving, and there was a very Midwestern family um, leaving, aggressively Midwestern family. Yeah, Sorry, I, was, I, was, I forgot. I was going to say, was that? Yeah. Um, Dr. Drew told me something about happened with an aggressively Midwestern family. I don't know if it's in here. Oh, yeah, it's in here. Um, anyways, this guy comes up to David, and he was like, hey, we're leaving. We can't take this home. Do you want it? And it was like a half bottle of liquor. And he was like, 
yeah, how much do you want for it? And the guy's like, no, 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 like, I, I can't drink it, and I don't want to throw it away. So, like, I'd rather you have it than it go to the garbage. Sure. Whatever, great. Um, <clears throat> so we started walking the strip or whatever. That There were, like, two sips left in that bottle after, like, 30 minutes. And I was like, hey, did David drink all of this? <laughs> and they were like, well, I know I didn't have any. He was fucking hammered by, like, 3 p.m. Amazing. So we go to dinner at Craft Steak and got that, like, eight people deal or whatever yeah um and dave was like fucking falling asleep at the table like might go at my bachelor party um they there's had, always there's always one they had i don't want to say somalian because i know it's not somalian but is it sommelier yeah sommelier okay. so they had one of those and they came around <laughs> i was actually like, oh. wondering that i was looking at the dock and i was like the fuck why well, somalian i don't even know if i spelled somalian right but i sure shit know i can't spell sommelier right so sure sure um they had him come to the table and someone was like oh cab you drink wine why don't you like pick out some wines and i'm like okay I mean, no offense to Cav, but he is not the wine expert here either. Like, why don't you guys just tell him how much you want to spend per bottle and just have him pick instead? Yeah. They didn't. And so they ended up getting, like, $200 bottles of wine a couple times, which, like, hey, do whatever you want. I don't care. It's not my fucking problem. But, like, no one's getting their money worth. money's worth that way. Everyone had been drinking for like eight hours by this point. You're yeah. not getting your money's worth drinking $200 bottles of wine. Yeah. We'll, we'll take your cheapest red, please. <laughs> um, but we ended up going to a club. We tried to go to a club. Um, and they made me buy fucking loafers. I had to go to Ross Dress for Less and buy fucking loafers to get into this club because I only brought gym shoes because nobody said... Everyone said we weren't going to a club, so why would I bring dress shoes then? Everybody else brought it just in case, except for me, and I had to go buy a fucking $30 pair of loafers that I still have in my closet that I only wore one fucking night. Um, so we go, and it was at the... Whatever the fucking club is at Encore. Um, <clears throat> we're walking in line to get there, whatever. We get to the front, and he was like, all right, guys, um, it's 150 bucks to get in. And I was like, for What? And he was like, oh, the Chainsmokers are playing tonight. And I was like, well, I don't know who they are, but I'm out of here. <laughs> um, and Cav's like, no, 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 like, I'll pay for everybody. I'm like, no, it's not the money. It's the principle. I'm not paying $150 to get into a club I don't want to go to to go see some band who isn't even a fucking band um, that I don't want to see either way. So I find out later that, like, they're just fucking computer guys or whatever. Like, yeah. that's their thing. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking losers. Um, anyways, Cav, once he found out Chainsmokers were playing, that's why he wanted to pay for everybody because I guess his girlfriend likes them or really wants to see them or something. And it was like a spite entrance. Like, he got there just to see them out of spite. And he went back the next day just to send her pictures and videos of him there and her not. Wow. Pretty intense. Strong. Strong move. And they still live together. Yeah. Um, we went to Dre's pool party the next day or whatever um and i had panda again i had panda three days in a row that trip it's good did you get how many times you get firecracker chicken it wasn't in season because i got um what's beijing beef and orange chicken Sure, sure. Love it. I, that Beijing beef tastes like it. It has the consistency of beef jerky, and I don't know how to replicate it, but it doesn't taste like beef jerky. It's so fucking good. I could eat that a hundred days in a row. Um. Anyways, Doctor Drew made it a point. He said we have to talk about the pool party because it was like same like our bachelor party, except 
the cabana next to us, like our bachelor party was like, that was like a family. Like it was like a guy, a kid and his dad for his birthday party or something and like his friends. Like that was weird. Um, this bachelor party was a group of, as Dr. Drew described it, aggressively Midwestern chicks next to us. Nice. Because he texted me and he was like, hey, you have to remember to talk about the aggressively Midwestern chicks at Kip's bachelor party. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're going to have to elaborate on that. And he was like at Dre's and I'm like, uh, again, Doctor Drew, you got to el- elaborate. And he was like, "They were need a little more." He was like, "They were next to us the whole time at the pool party." I'm like, "Oh, okay. I think I vaguely remember this." Yeah. Which that was my biggest fucking problem with all these trips is that I don't remember as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Because they, a lot of these stories in here are they were told to me and like it had to jog my memory because like. I didn't even remember that I had gone 11 times until I wrote it out. Wow. It's de- it's the place I've been the most uh, like that I haven't driven to. Because like, maybe Lake Geneva is way more than that. Um, but like I don't think Milwaukee, too. But yeah, club, outside of that. Club G? Yeah, exactly. Outside of that, I don't know what the fuck it is. Ray's a big Club G guy. <clears throat> He's a big Vegas guy, you know? Yeah, you know, big, big club guy, me and my loafers. Yeah. The nice part about these shitty fucking loafers is that I've brought them to Vegas a couple times after just in case because they pack up, like, really fucking flat. They pack up almost like flip-flops. Nice. So, yeah, so they're they're my Vegas shoes. Vegas you know. shoes. They look so bad. <laughs> you know those, like... Puma Euro gym shoes <laughs> that have like the rubber up the back and yeah. the rubber up the front. That's what they look like. That's they're fucking. You're gonna need awful. to put a picture on the Instagram. I'll put, them, I'll put them on. I'll take a picture of my fucking closet. They're probably so fucking dusty because they do not get the same treatment that my actual dress shoes do. Yeah. Um. Is this gonna be a three-part episode? I mean. Maybe. Well, here. The oh, end, yeah, abs- absolutely. The, We're at 55 minutes. The end of this trip happened with the Vegas shooting, and that is why it's, it is historic, which is another reason why you should always leave Vegas early on Sunday morning because I was in bed asleep when I woke up to my phone buzzing from some of Cav's friends, and they were like, hey, I know you guys are in Vegas. We haven't heard from Cav. Um, there's a huge shooting going on. And I was like, what? And I like looked it up, and sure enough, like the shooting was happening then. Um, and so I checked like the Vegas group thread and was just reading like everyone's texts about all of this. Like they were still there. Cav flew out that night. Um, his flight actually got delayed because of it. But by the time I found out he was already on a flight, um, the rest of them didn't leave till Monday morning and they were like locked down in the MGM. Nobody could fucking leave their rooms. Oh, so leave Vegas early. Yeah. And somebody said that, I think it was Nick, said that he was traumatized and didn't want to go back to Vegas. And he mentioned my bachelor party specifically. And he was like, I know it's coming. I know it's going to be in Vegas. And, like, I just don't want you to be mad if you don't go. I'm like, dude, I don't care if anybody doesn't go. Like, I'm going to go by myself if nobody goes. (laughs) Um, But he was like, yeah, you know, like, it was kind of traumatic being there. I'm like, I get it was kind of traumatic. But, like, just fucking go to Vegas, dude. Get over it. That was my, I don't know, that was my, that was my thought. I was just like, just get over it. It's fine. You were in the casino, and they were like, no one's in or out. I'm like, that's what happened, and you were just finding out why, and then you found out why. Um, I think they saw, like, people running into the casino, like, who were very close to the shooting and stuff because it didn't happen that far away from the hotel, but, like, I think that's about it. Like, 
Yeah. It's like driving by a car crash and being like, I don't want to drive in a car again. Yeah. Get back on the Vegas horse, which he did. And he came to my bachelor party. He did. He made it. I hope this part was... Oh, okay. I asked Kristen three fucking times. I'm like, shit happened when her and I went to Vegas. I don't remember any of it, so please tell me what happened. And I will just give a tease. We got massages and something happened. Oh, yeah. Happy endings. Well, I don't, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You'll have to tune in. Shout next out to week Johnny to Sins. Out. I don't know if we're going to be able to record this next episode in the casino, but we will find out. So thanks to the Sins Casino. Okay, bye. is rising it seems that all that was good has died oh no the world is a scary place now that you've woken up the demon in me bobby will you give it to me Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla, welcome back the to the last The ladies call. go nuts for this Richard Cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>